You know that old William Goldman quote that nobody knows anything? This little adage can often be proven true, but it really rings true within the genre we all adore, the horror movie. And truthfully, nobody does know anything. Where trends are going, what will succeed, what will scare, and furthermore, nobody knows everything about horror. There are folks like myself who may say they do, but I'm telling you, it's a nearly impossible task to have seen every horror movie. You may have seen more than most, but I don't care who you are, there is somebody out there who has seen more. And many of us lifelongers of horror tend to act as if the lack of originality presented to us nowadays prevents us from watching anything new. Because let me tell you something, you could watch a new scary movie every day for the next 10 years and still be nowhere near the full library. Titles are never ending. It's a well that never goes dry. That's what keeps us here. Because of the jealousy one feels when a new movie is described to them. The FOMO of being late to the party on something others have already been enjoying. Well, one of the pleasures of hosting a horror podcast is bringing new movies and hidden gems to others. Also the ability to find new titles for myself. The flick we're discussing today is a deep cut, an underground movie that truly deserves more recognition. The 2008 horror comedy, How to Be a Serial Killer. I had a lot of fun watching this one, so I hope I can shine this one in the right light. So, wherever you're coming from today in this world, we thank you so much. And without any further introduction, here is our take on How to Be a Serial Killer. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast, guys. Shit. I didn't know you were right there. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week, clapping them ass cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Rosark Mark, who showed up today committing, by the way, looking studly with a, as a mustache man. Mark, you pull it off. I knew you no, would No, I don't. It off. You know what? I'm looking at the camera right now, and I'm not switching. You're going to be looking at Christian the whole time during this episode, guys. I'm not doing it. Yeah, Mark's got... Mark, you pull it off perfect. You're Are like you a, ready? Here we go. It's going to cut to me. Go. There it is. There's the mustache. I feel like a cowboy. Now, like a honestly, like, yeah, the fireman, but like in a, like in a good way. In a good way. Well, you know, I mean, you kind of, you know, I mean, you got such good reviews off your mustache, and the mustache worked for you. And I was like, you know how people, when they get a dog, mm-hmm. and then they get another dog because they don't want it to be lonely. I don't want your mustache to be lonely. So you know, we're a couple. Yeah. Of, we got a couple of dong dusters up in this bitch now, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. Yo, we, well, sometimes you just gotta put a Dale dagger across your face. You just gotta let them know. It's weird. It's weird. Like I've, I, every time you look in the mirror, you're like, "Who the fuck is that in my house?" But then you realize it's you. I'm telling you, dude. I, I don't know if I told the story on the show, but I went through a drive-through and this like teenage kid. I'm like, kind of like giving him the business because my order was fucked up. But then I realized he was very panicked, and in a way that wouldn't happen normally. And I was like, you know what? It's because I'm a mustache man now. He's very threatened, and I need, I need, I need to tone it down because he you thinks I'm like really dad mode. I had a hat on. I'm like, look, I ordered a number seven and a happy meal, and he's. Ah. I was like, oh, okay, bring it down. Bring it down. Older men with mustaches are intimidating. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they are. They are. And you're like, you forget about it. And I was like, oh, man, no, I don't oh, yeah. want to be mean. It's the mustache. So so you got to, when you break out the smile, they're like, okay. 
Okay, yeah. Z, oh, he, he's I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'm going to keep it. I have no idea. We'll see how the comments go. Yeah, well, we'll see how the comments go. But you know, anyways, you anyways. don't you, you don't look like a weird fucking like hipster dude where you're doing it like ironically. You don't look like you're like a weird dude. You look like just a regular blue collar mustache. Yeah, it's growing on me slightly. I'm not gonna lie. Some people like it, you'll see it, and it's like it's not that it doesn't work on you. You just kind of look like you like are. Yeah, I look like know, I look like I can fix anything. That's well, that's what I true. Look like, but you know? you know, you see some people, and it's like, man, unless you're like working in like a hipster bar. I don't really know what else I could do with your mustache. They'll have like an old timey Civil War one. Yeah. I can't go for all that. No. I can't. I, I, I want to feel like, you know, Dennis Hopper, an easy rider, you know? America. Exactly. Mark, you know what you did here? You picked a movie that I haven't seen. This is another one. This is not a very well known movie. Uh, there's not a lot of info on this movie, like as far as like. Like, the what do you know, I don't even know if we could do a what do you know. I'm serious. Like, there's not, I, you can't find info on this movie. Well, then we'll skip the what do you know for the first time ever. What? But it's like. I threw a wild card at you, dude. Which you is kind of cool, though. Like, I really, this gives us a great opportunity because I I would consider myself a movie nerd. I haven't seen everything. I'm not holier than now. Like, I've seen everything. I haven't. But there's a lot of stuff, especially if it's dealing with horror movies or serial killers or horror comedy. Seen a lot of them. Uh, pretty well aware of them, even if I haven't seen them. I can kind of bullshit you like, oh, that one about this. I had no idea really about this at all. So if I don't know about it, I know there's got to be a shitload of people who do not know about it. And the cool part is these people don't have to go like do it like we did back in the early 2000s or in the 90s. Go find like a weird tape store, you know. Yeah, you go take this movie. And you're like, oh shit, what's this, man? You know, like, no, you don't have to do that now. Now you could just go on Tubi. It's on there. And it is. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, dude, I don't remember how I found this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I don't I'm remember. Curious, I, was, I don't remember how I found it. I don't remember who I watched it with. I don't remember. I think I found it on my own, just randomly. It, it's got Look. that. It's got that guy in it. All right. It's got that. His name's Matthew Gray Goobler. He's the dude from Criminal Minds, all right? And I I like kind of like him as an actor, but I don't like the character he was on Criminal Minds. He's like the quirky guy that's like yeah. smart and always right. Mhm. Just with like the little witty one-liners. Yeah. I don't the pacing of those shows sometimes makes me want to rip my fucking I don't like hair any out. network shows. Yeah, I don't really like cop shows. No. Like I maybe like old like Law and Order, but no, I just don't really fuck with cop shows. Or cops. Cops is cool. Cops was the best yeah, cop yeah, show, I, I dude. I can watch cops. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> watch cops. <laughs> cops is still on. Dude, I'll I still throw on some highlights. One of my favorites, the Pearl Jam guy. Watch the Pearl Jam guy, cops. If you guys are bored, it's funny. It's just some drunk old dad. He's like, hey, man, you know Pearl Jam? Breathe it. And he starts singing. He's like, take my, rip my shirt off, man. I got Pearl Jam tattoo on my back, man. And like, he just started talking to these cops, but they like he was so fucking funny that they couldn't help but be chill with him. <laughs> hey man, you know Pearl Jam? That's a that's a fun little 15, 30 minutes for you guys in your garage. You pack a bowl, drink a beer, watch Pearl Jam cops. That's the kind of that's what I want to do. But that's not only what we're gonna do. We're gonna bring some light to a flick that I don't think many have seen and. This is this is all you, my friend. This is all your uh, expertise. So I do appreciate that because if you if you got one track of mine all the time, it'll get stale, 
And I, I was kind of excited to see this. I've had a crazy long, busy day. And I got home, watched it, thoroughly impressed. Uh, and I laughed. I laughed quite a bit. Yes, it is a horror comedy. It's perfect for rehab season. And I was excited to hear that you uh, never seen it. Um, so why don't you give a quick synopsis on it? Because I'm sure if you haven't seen it, a lot of our devoted listeners haven't seen it either. Okay, so we have a guy named Mike, and Mike is a guy that's about mid-30s, handsome fella, he's a charming guy, super nice, but he's a serial killer. And it kind of starts off with this, it, it reminds me of that uh, that movie Brunts, Bronson. Uh, it starts like with the stage theater kind of thing where he's giving like a lessons of, or it's like a theater performance of how to become a serial killer. And the premise he's going to like teach you all these rules of what to do. And it, it almost reminds me a little of Zombie Land too, like how the rules would pop up, like kind of same kind of concept if, if, if I'm not laying it down well here. Um, well, Mike finds a guy named Bart at the movie store. Bart works at the movie store and he's like a little beta bitch boy. All right. He's soft. He's like in his feelings. He's just not, he's not, he doesn't portray any kind of like masculinity he's a, he's a soft guy right and, and but he's nice right but he's getting pushed around by people in the video store so mike comes up to him and he introduces himself and he essentially starts to give bart some balls and he likes teaches him to become a serial killer as well uh and he takes him under his wing and it's almost like bart is his apprentice and mike is teaching him all the rules of what to do and Mike kills a lot of people throughout the whole fucking movie and Bart is with him throughout this whole thing uh, and there's kind of a weird Stockholm thing eventually that happens where like Bart doesn't know if he feels safe or not with Mike but it gets kind of weird um, but it's just a funny premise a funny movie it didn't end I, it did not go how I thought it would go didn't end how I thought it would go so I'm not going to lie to you when I first saw this I was like they're not about to fight club it, are they? Are they gonna? Is Mike gonna be him? Like, or is he gonna be crazy and then kill people and then they're gonna be like, "Who's Mike?" And then there's no Mike. It's like his invisible friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Are they gonna fight club?" Like that. That's a, what my first thought was, and then that didn't happen. And I was like, oh, "Okay," and then there's like, it's not like a happy ending, but it's kind of the ending Mike wanted. Right? Like, Mike was content, like, in a way, because he, he knew what he was. Like, right? Like, the ending of him, he, he knew what was up. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, at the end, it shows Mike getting uh, lethal injected after being on death row, you know. Yep, and then Bart continues on being a serial killer. But it's funny, the first time I saw this, I was like, first of all, what the hell am I watching? Because it starts off with an infomercial about how to be a serial killer. Then you got... Mike, given his stage performance lessons throughout the whole thing on how to be a serial killer. But then it's like shot documentary style, and then they're interviewing Bart, and then they're interviewing like Mike's girlfriend and all this stuff. So, like, what the fuck exactly is this? It's Defin- all over the place. Yeah, definitely some, like, uh, I don't know if guerrilla film style or how, how you would put it, but it's definitely like a renegade style of just um, college filming with, like, I don't know, but it worked well. Yeah. It, it did, because it's like nothing you've kind of ever seen. Uh, definitely a late 2000s flick. It's a 2008. And uh, it's just creative. It's creative. It's funny. Uh, I liked his rules. 
one of my favorite parts was that when he was naming his rules, he was like, <laughs> you know, the, the naming the do's and don'ts of like who you do and don't kill. And he was like, no handicapped or no disabled. That's cheating. <laughs> his <laughs> rules are just all like, of his. You can agree with his rules. Like if he was a serial killer, <laughs> like he's, and they make him out to be like an anti-hero. So it's like if you got like he's not, he's a serial killer that you would like. Yeah. If you had to like serial killers, like he just kills like asshole people. Yes. Really. People that hurt animals and shit. People that hurt animals. People that are bad to women. You know. There's, he kills a guy who rides his ass, you know, just in traffic. He just kills people that you want to see die, too. And Dude. he puts it the whole glorious thing. It's like, hey, there's too many people in the world. Wouldn't you be better if this asshole wasn't here? You <laughs> yeah. know? He does all that stuff. Yeah, he lets the intrusive thoughts win. Oh, yeah. And I liked how they also put in there, because they're doing it, and they're also adding another aspect to it, is they're interviewing this psychiatrist guy. Who's talking about serial killers, and he's describing it through the whole movie of what a serial killer is, and then it's exactly what Mike is. Then you learn at the end, like, he was the psychiatrist to Mike when he was on death row. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that all sense. comes together there. It all comes together. So have you ever? Did, so did you ever see, uh, really quick, I, have you ever seen the movie Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon? No. This movie kind of reminds me of that in that documentary style, where it's like not a comedy, but like they're interviewing a serial killer and like going around with him as he's like killing. Yeah. But not funny, really. I mean, I guess it has its moments, but it's more of like aimed as straight scary. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But. Well, what were your initial thoughts on the movie since you've never seen it? Um,. So at first, right when I first started watching it, I was like, it better not like be that simple where it's like this is like a Tyler Durden and it, it was in his head and he just killed people. Because I was like, that's really shitty and I see this a mile away. Once I realized that was not what was going on and made it all the way through, I was like, dude, this is really good. It's clever because I didn't see what was coming around each corner and um, it's funny, but it's not too full of itself. It, it, it's a good movie. It's really a good movie. Um, I would definitely, spoiler alert, but I would watch this again. No doubt. Like, I and honestly, I feel like you can, this is like a stoner movie almost. They're like kind of like, a, that's, it gives me that vibe, like a stoner movie or a like throw this on and have a couple beers with the buddies. Like this is a funny, as we like to call here at Sloppy Whore Podcast, a fun time. This is a fu- exact definition of a fun time movie. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, and, and the actors do well, too. Like, for the movie kind of being that renegade uh, film student style, uh, and I don't mean that insulting. It's kind of a a nice touch to it, I, I think. It doesn't, like, the actors aren't cheap. They aren't, it doesn't feel cheap, like, as far as the performances. Um, so that that can really work well when you have a film style that may be, I don't know, a little more shakier. Maybe you're not using like the same cameras Michael Bay is using. But if you have actors that are selling the shit out of it, it works. It really does. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, I, I have no idea how this slipped by all these years, but this is the perfect time for it, dude. Rehab season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, the real question of it all, Mark, the real question, if you... We're supposed to, you know, if you had to take out people, right, 
You're going to have a couple a couple different ways to do it, right? Are you going to be like a messy person? Are you going to be like a, a silent, like a like a poison or like just a quick injection? Are you going to, how are you going about this? Like if you had to get it done though, and yet like say if you're like you're a hitman, so to speak, all right? And you know this person's bad. So the moral obligation is gone. You're going to get $3 million to do this and you have to do it or they're going to kill everything you love. Like one of those situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, you're, you're in too deep with these people. You have to do it. And you've got why, let, let's just say there's 20 different people you got to do. All right. All in different situations. All right. And maybe 3 million for each of them. So this is a big payday for you. This is a big payday. <laughs> you don't ever have to work again if you, if you invest your money right. Right. So, how how you going about this? What's your like Art the Clown suitcase here? Are you going all with your hands? Are you gonna have a pattern? Like what's the Ozark Mark pattern? What what are they gonna find? Like what are the jigsaw pieces they'll find of you? That'd have to be just guns, honestly. Just guns? Okay, that's okay though. Just guns, just because that's the quickest way to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. less of a cleanup, I guess. I mean, but you know, poison's another way. But I guess just guns. Really? Hey, I mean, you remember that movie Smoking Aces? Yeah. That dude that had the mask on, like the creepy dude in the end, like I, like that guy was creepy, and he had the syringe. That was a weird hitman. I don't know. He was kind of scary, but yeah. that that guy kind of came to mind too. Well, how would you do it? Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna play this in a few different c- scenarios because nothing would really okay. Let's just say here's the situation: the person you have to the person you have to take out killed me and my family. So, are you going to get gnarly with it, or is it just a gunshot? Are you just like, I just got to take this guy out? Because, like, if somebody took you out, dude, I don't know. That might, inti- that, that might, I might not want to go so clean with it at that point. You well, know? then we would go to, you know, fire. Kid, kid, <laughs> we would go to kidnapping and, and, and tortures type deal. Yeah, you know? dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, we're, we're, we got to go all like, out. Like, Dexter it out, like, get, like, you know, um, room full of you know plastic with chair tied down. Mm-hmm. Do weird shit like rip off each one of their fingernails one at a time. Mm-hmm. Do shit like that. We'll just all stand in the corners of the room and throw pool balls at them, like billiards Ow. at them. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Stop! <laughs> just please stop! This isn't enough to kill me. It just really hurts. Just get a torch and start burning random body parts. See? You know, there's tons of things that you can do. Tons of things that you could do There's somebody. There's a big list. That's a big list. And I do think there are different factors that can amplify, like, how you would go about it. You could do some Wu-Tang style, like, sew your eyelids open and keep feeding you sleeping pills. I think, you know, like, you know, in, like, Home Alone, you got the... The wet bandits, mm-hmm. you know, he, he would overflow the sink and that would be their signature move. I think of something, I think of something signature, like put their underwear on their head, you know, so they would know it's me, you know, something simple or maybe put like a, a card in their pocket. Well, you're going Joker style with that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Something, something, you know, I, that's all I know. That's all I know. I got, we got to get creative here. I would shave the middle of their head. 
Just do one quick line. <laughs> what does this mean? Because <laughs> it's so weird. It doesn't mean anything, but it's just random as fuck. You would just like amplify some poor detective cigarette intake by a whole oh, pack no. a day. Just like, <laughs> fuck. Is the middle of the just is the middle of the head shaved? What yeah. does this mean? What would they call you? Like the the. <laughs> what would they call that? The mohawk. Like the not the mohawk. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The mohawk? No, the nohawk. He'd cut it off. So it would be everything but the mohawk. Well, what are the things that Mike did that really fucked it? Well, what happens is the movie, okay, so Mike's going around and he starts, you know, starts killing people. And he's with Bart. So he's got a girlfriend now. You know. He does. He's normal, but the problem is she starts getting suspicious. Well, Bart first said, it's like, hey, doesn't she ever get suspicious? He's like, no. You know, why would she be suspicious? But Mike starts going out every night. Every night. That's where he fucked up. Got started to get to wild. The killing. Yeah, he started to get addicted to the killing. And that was probably my just my favorite part of the movie is after he kills his girlfriend and they're dragging the they have to drag the body out in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so him and Bart so him and Bart, they got her all wrapped up in garbage bags or whatever. They're putting it in there. And then everybody in the apartment keeps coming and he just keeps killing them. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's funny too because he that, killed like four people within like a minute, just kept in broad daylight, and then he keeps dragging the bodies to the car and Bart's like we can't fit four bodies in this car. <laughs> and then they're driving, and they got two dudes in the back seat, like, uh. Weekend at Bernie style. At some point, too, like, like you're expecting, like, is this going to be a joke? Is it all... No, he's a killer. He's, he's a for real serial killer. And what's weird is he's a cool dude. Aside from killing people, he's, like, an angel. He's so cool. He's, like, the nicest, most polite guy. He's a good friend. But he likes to kill people. So yeah. that that part is not good for him. So the whole time since their friendship is strong and he's like a good friend, like they're cool, and you're like, oh, he's like a good guy. You want to like him. You want to like him so much. But you're like, oh, shit, this is like a real-life person that would be a legendary killer. Yeah, this is a horrible person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's this a horrible person. Just but you somebody flipped like him. him off at the light and he just like... <laughs> Yeah, Look somebody was riding his ass, and <laughs> yeah. then he just pulls up and just shoots the dude. Yeah, dude. Like, that's a horrible person. Like, he strangles people. I like his uh, his uh, helmet that he wears, so he records his killing, so he's got this, like, little POV hand camera on it. And one of the funniest kills is when he, they're sitting there, and what they do is they, they go around him and Bart, and they look just search for somebody to kill. That's what they do. So there was this one kid who was just being super mean to this dog for no reason. <laughs> you know, and Mike's like, see that, Bart? It's not going to happen. So they come back the next day, and Mike has his little POV thing on, and he breaks into the guy's house. <laughs> he just, like, strangles him down, and there's a struggle. But then he just finds a cinder block and just smashes his head. Like, that was funny as hell. Uh, yeah, in that fight, too, there was just, like, a part where, like, the dude just, like, casually cracks his head, just like... <laughs> I don't know why it was funny, because Mike's just, like, fucking him up, dude. Mm. You could just, the series of blows, he's fucking him up. But there was another POV shot where he killed, like, that black dude. That one was intense. Like, that was, like, a crazy shot, like, from a filming technique. That was yeah. nuts. Like Yeah, it, the strangles, he, there's a couple POVs of strangles. He did a black guy, and he did a girl. Yeah, yeah. They, and and they looked wild. They, yeah. It was like kind of like an acid trip. Well, just to make, which doesn't make sense, because one of his rules was no women. 
but yet he killed a woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why he killed that woman, though. It never really said. It was just a random scene. Not sure about that one. That part didn't make sense to me. Yeah, I liked but. it, too, because he was like, no, he's like, no, another rule for the serial killer. No raping, all right? If you can't get, like, love on your own. Like, let the goal to be get the love on your own. Yeah, you no. know what? His rules were great. They were, and I was like, yeah, dude, that's pretty badass. I like just like he logic. Just, he just goes through all of them. It's like weapons, guns, poison, an accidental suicide. Like, he just goes through the, all of them, just <laughs> pushing people off. There's so many ways to kill people, but the first kill was great because it was the guy in the video store. So the guy in the video store that this all started, this guy's just being a dick. To Bart, because they don't have a Long King Polly or something. I don't know what movie it was, but Bart just didn't have it. Long King so he, Polly. So he, so Mike just goes out. He's like, hey, man, way to be a dick on your last day on Earth, and he just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, so quickly. Like, yeah. didn't even, like, let him register what the hell he said. Right. It's like the, when you're, like, you hear the don't stop, don't stop, I'll shoot, and they're just, while wow, they're shooting already. You're like, you're a little, you, you didn't let that one sink in. You didn't let that one sink in. Yeah. Hey. Way to be a dick on the last day you're alive. What? Bam. Bam. You know. No, it was all at once. The final standoff is funny, too. So there's a shack out in the middle of the desert where Mike goes to bury all of his bodies and stuff. Took so, out a lot of cops. So after he's on the run, the cops find that, and there's like seven or eight cops. But the whole exchange that goes on between him and Bart in there is funny. Because Bart's all excited. He's like, yeah, what are we doing? He's like, all peroxide, sweet. What's it for? <laughs> And then there's the just in case box. So the just in case just box. Just in case case. Yeah, just in case case. <laughs> <laughs> Has a submachine gun in it, and he takes out like six or seven of these cops. And For it's, real. And it sucks because he really could have got away too. I, I think at that point he really didn't want to, because he he easily could have killed that final cop. Because the final cop was just like a little deputy, like a little bitch boy. Like he could have easily shot him. Yeah, he could have. You know, sometimes serial killers want to be caught, dude. They want to be recognized for the glory. Yeah, they do. That would be nuts to interview serial killers. Like, and I know there's a lot of those. Like, I've watched quite a few. And, like, I'm one thing I always try to differentiate on the show. And once again, because sometimes we've sold horror merch and stuff like that, I don't, I'm never going to sell shit with, like, real life serial killers on it. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't want to, like,. I don't romanticize serial killers just because, I mean, a lot of times I do think, now fictional is a whole different thing, but um, I think a lot of times, like a dude like Ted Bundy, he's not going to get allowed in a room with, with me, with me, you, and a couple buddies. He'd probably be like quiet in the corner. You put him alone in a room with a woman, then he's going to get fucking crazy. You know what I mean? He's going to get wild. And I just don't, I don't dig that. I don't appreciate that. But it is very interesting to study the mind. or And there's a lot of, like, crazy interviews. Like, they interviewed Dahmer, Gacy, all these people on, like, 60-minute type shows. And you can watch them on YouTube. And some people you can see, like, wow. Like, I think really Dahmer, I think he felt guilty. And I think at some point, like, he, like, born-again Christian, whatever. And, like, you know, whatever people's thoughts are on that, that's not a big deal. But I do think he, like, was, like, recognized, like, yeah, I fucked up. Like, like you kind of see it in his face, but then some people are like, eat my ass, bitch. And you're like, yeah, dude, like, how do you fix that? Like, you can't. You have to kill that person. Like, that, they'll never be healed. That's a literal no, monster a, walking around. What's, what's beyond the thrill of once you do the thrill of killing somebody... 
what's beyond that? Yeah, dude. I don't see the thrill in it, of course, but they have to. There has to be some kind of thrill or satisfaction for a fucked up person like that who kills some people, like, for a serial killer. Even though they never like pinned him with it, I mean, you're familiar with Charles Manson, right? Mm-hmm. And how he had the family, and they killed people, and they said that Charles never killed anybody directly, or they couldn't prove he killed anybody directly, but he definitely had control over them people, right? Right. Do you think he ever killed anybody though? Yeah, I do too, man. There's no way he hasn't. He's nuts. Or he was nuts when you do the interviews. And I do think he would show it up a little bit, like when he'd go on parole, because he enjoyed the show, and he thought he they wouldn't give it to him anyways. And it, that's just, he, he enjoyed the craziness in the show. And uh, you remember all those crazy interviews. Mm-hmm. If I were to bash your head in. Wish you got to get you. Yeah. I can do anything to you people anytime I want to. Cause that's what you've done to me. Yeah, dude. All he, kinds of shit. He's crazy. I, I, master manipulator. Gacy was a fucked up one because Gacy talks like a salesman, right? And like he's a good talker, but he takes no accountability. Like for the fucking thirty-one bodies that were found under his porch, and it's like, all right, like you know what I mean? Like I yeah, killed kids. Like he's a fucking ass piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? don't make clowns look bad, Gacy. I know, fucker. Dude, I saw I saw this fucking picture the other day. It said John Wayne Gacy, but it was a picture of John Wayne painted up as the Gacy clown. I was like, why? <laughs> I hate the internet sometimes. The stupidest shit can make me laugh, and that bothers me. Yeah. If at any point, like, if you have to hit, like, a bumper break so we could reset the cameras, or if we need to do that without the what do you know, that's fine, too. You could hit, like, a yeah, station gonna, break or gonna at whatever ha- point. We're going to have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to announce it on the show. You don't have to. Well, just you don't, so, have to, you don't have to peel the curtain back. This is, you know. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. You, well, know, you got I, a confidence because you got a mustache now. Well, no, I just didn't want to forget about it. I know what's over. happening. I got the timer down here. I know everything that's going on okay. here. Okay. Okay. How okay. often do you stroke your mustache? Do you stroke it a lot, or you just leave it go? I feel no, like no, I've I been just, doing this a lot ever since. You know. I I just been leaving it go. I've been leaving it go, but. I think the funniest part, like I say, is walking by and you'll see yourself in the mirror for the first time, you know, or the second time. But every time you feel like you walk by a mirror, it's the first time. It takes a little bit. Absolutely. Well, there are no what do you know facts for this, so enjoy this uh, random clip that I'm about to put in between segments here. I have a pen, I have an apple, uh, apple pen, I have a pen, I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen, apple pen, pineapple pen, uh, pen pineapple, apple pen. Pen pineapple, apple pen. The question, of all motherfucking questions, though, man, I mean, I don't want to be lethally injected, and, and we've had Death Row be a topic on a few of these movies, mm-hmm. all right? We had the Green Mile a couple weeks ago. Green Mile. Green Mile. <laughs> oh, Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, you know, and, and I don't know if we discussed this then, but, like, you, you got a Death Row meal? I don't think we discussed that, did we? I don't remember. 
Um, death row meal. Yeah, dude. Damn. And let's just say you could do a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All right. If, what would be your goaded breakfast, your goaded lunch, and your goaded dinner? Well, we gotta go through all. Okay. Um, goaded breakfast is get a bacon, egg, and cheese tacos for breakfast. Okay, that sounds Goat, delicious. Those are very good, but you guess what? You, if you eat those, you better not have anything planned for the rest of the day because you. That's they're going to be their mess to deal with. Absolutely, I wouldn't. I wouldn't shit on purpose. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, lunch. Lunch would be. I just want a large stuffed crust pizza. Just garbage large start stuffed crust pizza. That would you know that I would mean, be good. It's very simple, but I'm telling you you can't go wrong with a stuffed crust pizza. Alright. Yeah, and stuffed then, crust is pretty good. And then for dinner dinner. I'm a Mexican I'm a Mexican lover, so I'm just gonna go with just a fucking as many tacos as I can put down. Very simple, man, you know, but I love tacos, so I'm just, just give me some fucking tacos, like, not Taco Bell tacos, you know, of course, like, splurge a little bit, but just give me some fucking tacos, you know? Just a simple, just meat, cheese, and lettuce, little tomato in there, that's all you need, that's all you need. Breakfast is a tough choice here for me, because if I would go, like, you can go, like, with the Waffle House, with the, with the, you know... A lot of people hate on Waffle House, dude. Oh, dude. Waffle House is delicious. I'm it's sorry. It's so fucking good, dude. I know. And they make it right there. It's not like fast food. They make it there. Yeah. But it's because they're pussies and they don't know how to fight. You got to know how to fight to walk to a Waffle House, all right? But if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're not afraid to throw hands with another drunk person, then go First to the Waffle all, House. Waffle House saved us after the uh, horror, horror convention. convention. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Hey, Waffle was... House has saved my life a lot of times. It'll, dude. dude, it will sober you up quick. Yeah, and they got coffee. Who the fuck else has coffee at coffee. midnight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they do. They do. Give, give me some coffee, please. Coffee. <laughs> and and that'll set you right. Mm-hmm. But the All-American, okay, you get the waffle with the hash browns, you know, the eggs, the bacon, the whatever. But I do love biscuits and gravy, so I might go Cracker Barrel's cr- Country Boy breakfast. Yes, you get the, the Country the, Boy. That's a great it's breakfast. It's great with the chicken. You got to get the chicken. Don't get the steak. Get the chicken. All right. Get the, the Country chicken. Boy, because you get all the fixings. Mm -hmm. And you got to get cheese and bacon on your hash browns or or whatever it is. Okay. Okay. I forget what it is. Uh, Yeah. Maybe for for lunch. Country Boy Breakfast is pretty clutch, though. I missed that. I got to go do that again. That was good. Uh, Maybe I might go. I might go trashy for lunch, though. I like the trashy choice, man. Like I might. I might go like a Big Mac meal. Yeah, I knew McDonald's was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah, dude. Like, give give me like the Big Mac meal with a Coke. Yeah, but it's got to be from one of the McDonald's that's in the middle of nowhere off the highway. Those are the best fast food ones. They are. Those are the best fast food experiences. You go to something in a regular neighborhood, it's gonna be shit. But if you go to the middle of nowhere and it's off the highway, because that's when like old ladies are working there and stuff. I swear to God, dude, I went. I I used to travel a lot for my old job, mm-hmm. so I'd be going through times. So I get hungry, so I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's like a McDonald's and a gas station on this exit. That's it. Yeah, like the ones connected to like a pilot. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. go to those. Old ladies in there, best McDonald's I've ever had. Yeah, it's good it stuff. literally looked like it was in the commercial. It was so good. 
But if I, you know, for din for dinner, you know, I don't know. Like I'm, it might be like fried chicken, mashed taters, you know, that kind of deal. Some cornbread. Yeah, I think that'd be it. I think I'd go for that. I like that. But then I want ice cream with every meal. Can I get? Can you give on your last meals? Can you request alcohol? I don't think so. That would suck. Maybe like a glass of wine, but I don't think you could like have like maybe you can get like a beer, but I don't think you can get hammered. You should be able to. Yeah, it's you're like, about, about to die. Yeah, I'm about to die, asshole. <laughs> Just give him a fifth of vodka or something. Let him down it. What do you want for your last meal? I want nine tubes of cookie dough, and I'm gonna eat them all. <laughs> nine tubes of cookie dough. Okay. <laughs> this was a bad choice. <laughs> Please, I'm ready now. <laughs> I don't know. Wings might be in there too, but they, you know, you got you got. I never choices. understood why they gave them the last meal, though. Yeah, they did kill people. You know, they I know. Did. Like, why are you giving them a last meal? Like. What's the point of it? Uh, I guess it's the Christian thing to do. Yeah. I mean, but it's like they're going to eat normal food. They're going to eat food like that, but just why Why a special I mean, it's meal. such a waste. They're not going to have time to digest it. Yeah. Maybe because the cleanup is easier. I don't know. There's got to be a reason for it besides humane things about it. I guess. Tom Hanks is in there settling the score. I guess so. He's making it right for him. He's making it right for him. I, I honestly... If you were a serial killer, right, and your girlfriend, wife, or what have you, found out, would you kill her? I think I could manipulate her into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think at that point, if I was already that much on a roll, I think I could manipulate her into it, you know? You think so? Yeah. It's like you like nice things. So I'm gonna get them for you, you know. But I, you know, the truthful thing is, I don't think serial killers, most of them. I mean, I, I guess Bundy was married, and Gacy was, but I don't think they're like really in love. I feel like him and his girl were fucking, don't you? Like, don't you feel like there was like passion in their relationship, or it seemed like it? He just seemed too perfect to be a killer. Like, it seemed like it was all well. But he had something boiling underneath. But mm -hmm. I think you could, just like he convinced Bert or Bart. You know, what a fucking name, by the way, fucking Bart. Yeah, Bart's easily manipulative, though. That's a good. He's point. one of those people. The psychiatrist explains it like some people are just so scared of being alone. Bart was so scared of being alone because you know he doesn't have any friends or anything. So that's what it was. I wonder how far Bart got in serial killing. Because it ends with, like, an interview style of Bart in a car, and then he mm -hmm. just gets out of the car and cocks his guns and starts running towards somewhere. So he's going about to go kill somebody. I wonder how far he got. We need part two. There right. is not a part two to this. Which is weird. All these years later. It's a good one. I think they should get us at part two. I, uh, yeah. And I, I was laughing throughout the whole thing. So this kind of falls into one of those. I'm surprised it's not more cult-like. But it... I've had movies like this where I think it's like a gym, and then you'll see it more. You know, you'll hear people talking about it more. You know how phones and computers are. Yeah, the I'm internet. Gonna, I'm gonna find a fucking TikTok about it tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> like, you're like, what the hell? Probably. <laughs> what was your favorite part? I don't think you told me that. 
Um, if I had to say my favorite part altogether might be the like the rules, how we broke those down. Those were really funny uh, to me. Let's see. Um, the disposals of the bodies were pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, when they were trying to put all the cars or the bodies in the car. Uh, yeah, the weekend of Bernie's aspect just kind of, I don't know, made it fucking funny. I was rolling throughout that. It was just no chilling. I'm just like, you're done. You're done. Like, fuck you. No, like, Bart's like, how fucked over? He's like, well, we're really fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, like, ass rape fucked, jail fucked? Like, no, completely <laughs> fucked, Bart. All right. I, I did like the ending standoff, though. I thought that was pretty sweet, too, with all the cops, because uh, he took a lot of those fucking dudes out. So what about you, if you had to say a favorite from How to Be a Serial Killer? Oh, I told you already. It's the part where um, they're bringing his girlfriend's body out, and he kills, like, everybody in the apartment. Oh, okay. One after another, because he just panics. I It was just, like, a comical thing. He just, <laughs> You know, he, like, somebody pulls up, he shoots him. Goes to grab him, then Bart's like, some guy comes over watering the grass, kills him, and then Bart's like, somebody in the window saw you. So then he runs up, and he's like, hey, man, there's a guy with a gun out here. Let me in. Dude's stupid. Like, he saw him do it. Dude's playing real-life Grand Theft Auto. It was. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) That's what the fuck it was. How would you kill that many people and not steal from them, though? Like, How would you kill that many people and nobody fucking see yeah, that's a good point, though. But it's like, if you're killing that many people, I think robbery's the least of your concern. Well, he said that was one of his rules. Don't rob them. I know, but it's like, at that point, they're dead. Yeah. You took their fucking life. I think you could take his 60 bucks. Yeah, I know. At least, or something. Yeah. Take his wallet. Go to his house. See get what the, he's got. Get a Rolex. Like, sell that bitch. He's like, got something valuable in his house that you could get. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's probably got magic erasers in there. You know how much those things are. Those oh, things those are clean expensive. everything. I would steal a bunch of those. He's not squeezing all the juice out. He could have got more out of this. He could have been a more more of an opportunist. But he could would, have. He was just all about that thrill. Yeah. And he was just hitting the streets looking for people. It's not like you know he would just casually encounter. He would just live his life and wait for them to come to him. Like a spider. Well, it was one of his things. He's like, don't kill anybody you know, because you connect with them. Once you kill somebody you don't know, you're most likely to get away with it. Just all those rules, you're like, damn. Those are the rules. I want to know how this premise was thought up for this movie, because this director, I don't really know this guy. He doesn't really have a whole lot of credits to his name. I'm not familiar with it. Um, But I want to know how this kind of premise came about, like, because... Somebody's brain's thinking about killing somebody's, and it's such a weird, cathartic thought because. Well, I mean, the psychiatrist says like we have thoughts of every day about killing people, or you know, not legitly, but that's what separates normal people from a psychopath. There's this threshold here, like somebody cuts you off in traffic, like you would just want to run them off the road and hope they fall off the bridge or something, right? It's like letting your inner Bill Burr live, yeah. you know, like yeah. let him. But the win. psychopath doesn't have a threshold, and they go and they just do it, and they have no remorse for it. What the funny parallel too is like the the horror genre. You get these people who, I mean, we watch some crazy ass movies. I mean, people who are listening to our words right now have probably seen the movie where three people were sewn ass to mouth. The human centipede. You don't forget that, all right? You don't forget hostile, a girl getting her eyeball burned with the blowtorch. All the crazy, fucked up, torturous scenes we've seen in movies, right? But if you go to a horror convention, there's a large majority. You can find a big-ass dude covered in scary horror tats. But if you came in like, I need stitches, I'm actually cut. And they're like, oh, I'm going to faint. 
at the, you know, because they're not used to the sight of blood, yeah. you know, and that doesn't, they're not wrong with that. I'm not making fun of them, but there are people that would faint at the sight of real life violence that love the shit out of fictional violence. Like they, they, that's their main movies. They love crazy metal music and they love watching the most gory movies. But in real life, if they saw somebody's toe get cut off, they would fucking pass out. And uh, I, I think that's a funny parallel. It's like that hostile two thing. The dude going into the situation, you thought the one guy was going to be crazy and kill, but he ended up kind of bitching out. And then the other guy who was sweet ended up being a psycho. So you never know who's really up for it or who's down for it. But I don't buy that, you know, oh, do you think watching horror movies makes you crazy or could make you inclined to violence? I'm like, dude, no, because I mean, with all with all due love, because we're all nerds, but there are so many pussies I know like that love horror movies like that could not handle a fraction of like they don't want to see that dude. No, dude, it's the same thing with video games, horror movies, music. No, no that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't dude. amplify it. No, like at it, all. If if you're gonna play a video game, where you're, you're either like, you're either a psycho or you're not. Exactly. Non psychos will not kill people. Psychos will. But you could go home and go on a 70 kill streak in Call of Duty and not ever have the actual desire to go kill 70 people. No. I, I just don't. What a shitty, stupid argument they would try to That's hit us with. That's the dumbest argument ever. It's the dumbest argument ever. The only one that like kind of works, maybe, you know, I'm not letting these kids watch wrestling because they're wrestling all around the house. Wrestling we, will have been... We, <laughs> we did do wrestling. That should be the thing. That, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling is the worst thing that you should worry about. If your kid's watching Freddy Krueger, cool. Your kid's watching wrestling, you got a problem because then you might actually get hurt. Yeah, he every might, kid, he every might close kid, on his brother. Every kid that's watched wrestling has gotten hurt from wrestling <laughs> at one point or another. Okay. Has your brother ever hit you with a wrestling finisher? No. Oh, but, oh. but me and all scary and all them used to. We were into wrestling as kids, and we used to wrestle in like the basement. And one time, like <laughs> you know, we were wrestling, and he lifted me up, and there was like a a, a vent or something up there with a like a screw or like a. Wing nut <laughs> hanging out, and he lifted me up, and my head smashed into that. Oh, you were gushing oh, and turned yeah. to an EC dub match? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember when we were younger. Or I w- this what's weird because like this is like like I don't even really know my biological father at all. But like some of his family, when I was real little, like I went over to see them, and like I remember hanging out with this neighbor kid. Like when I would go over there. And uh, this neighbor kid, he had, like, older brothers and shit. And we'd all watch wrestling and stuff. But, like, we'd, like, fuck with the older brothers. They were, like, teenagers, right? And they would, like, slam us and do, like, wrestling moves on us. And we would love it. And we thought it was hilarious, right? And they were suplexing us. Who doesn't want to get suplexed? Who doesn't want to choke slam somebody? And we would piss them off so bad until they would. Like, yeah. we would, like, get, you know, be fucking with them, throwing our, like, strikes the best we could. And, like, we're at, like, nut level for them, you know? We're yeah. Like, they're like, you little fuckers. Well, this, <laughs> I remember one time, dude, he went to fucking suplex me, and I missed the bed. And I missed the bed, right? <laughs> and, like, my little body just hit, like, a, you know, the hard, like, it was it was a cheap place, too. This is, like, northern Kentucky, so it's just, like, little thin carpet on, like, a cement floor. Yeah. You know, like, when you're little and the air leaves your body for, like, the first time, you don't know what to do, and people are like, you all right? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you don't know. You're like. 
<laughs> you're like trying to live. <laughs> That's what happened to your boy. He fucking slammed me, and my whole life left. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I fucking went home. Like, I'm out of here. You know, those moments when you're little, you get too embarrassed, where you gotta leave. Like, I'm oh. leaving. <laughs> I'm we never hanging to, out with you guys again. We used to wrestle up at the high school up the street from where I lived. And they had, like, tracks. So they had tracks. So they had the big mats, and that's where we'd wrestle. It was perfect. And there was a track around the football field where we were wrestling. And, there, and you know, we'd go up there and just wrestle and, and have fun. And then one time there was, like, these older ladies just walking around the track. And we kept seeing that they were staring at us. So I was like, hey, Zach, like, look, when they run by here, we're going to go out the ring, and you're going to throw me into the into the fence. Yes. <laughs> so I made him throw me into the fence, and I just fell into it. Like, oh, <laughs> You know, acting, because that's what wrestlers do, and the old ladies are like, oh, my God. It's fun like that. It is, dude. It is. We got one in trouble one time at a festival. There was a, a festival. You know, they got little festivals and stuff that mm-hmm. churches, things. And I saw them. I was like, hey, you know, we're just fucking around. It's like, all right, throw me into the bushes in front of these people because it's going to be funny. So we threw me into the bushes, and those people thought we were serious. And <laughs> 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 they looked at me, and they're like, are you okay? I was like, dude, who are you? Go away from me. <laughs> They would, it's fun. That was a fun time. That was a fun time. But we need to actually do a segment here. We can't just go all willy-nilly and fuck around the whole episode. we got to rate this movie on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating system. That's fair. Sloppy Horror Rating, baby, yeah! Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating system, developed by Christian Ramey, your Scary Mary movie companion himself. Now, this is a little different. we got to switch it up a second, okay? Because this is a horror comedy. This is a horror comedy. So, when we have a horror comedy, we switch out one of the categories. We switch out fear, because there's no fear whatsoever. doesn't do us due diligence. We replace fear with laughs. So, keep that in mind. You mm-hmm. son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this in a series of four categories. Three of the categories worth three points. Last category is worth 1.4. A total of 10 points altogether. You got that right, mustache. <laughs> so let's go into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Casting was pretty good in this. Pretty good. I don't recognize anybody except for the Criminal Minds guy. Um, it's... I want to say it's a two. It's like a one and a half or a two. It's it's in between there because like it doesn't feel like cheap shitty acting. Like it feels like good acting. That's the one thing that I really did tip the cap to this movie for it feeling so renegade. Didn't feel like some like uh, they felt seasoned. So I don't know one and a half or two. What are you thinking? I don't know. We'll go one and a half. Okay. Because even though you got the criminal minds guy in there, there are no superstars in here, but they did their job. So if you have no superstars, there's only so high you can go. Only so high that you can go. But one and a half is good casting. Mm-hmm. It gets the job done. It's casted once you well. Get below, once you get below a one, you ain't doing well. Once you learn to cast right, you know. Exactly. But they all fit in it. They did a good job. Mm-hmm. So it's one and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is Kills. Kills. There's a lot. A wide variety. We've got choking. We've got shootings, right? You know, we've got beaten heads in with cinder blocks. Um, do we got knives? 
We got poison. Like, yeah, I mean, he does a lot of them. Like, he literally went on the full display. Yeah. Like, and he, he listed a bunch. Yeah, you got shoot, uh, you know, pushing people off, falling to their deaths. The variety and the quantity is there, but the gore is not there. Yeah, I feel the, like maybe like a one and a half for this as well. One and a half, you say. Mm-hmm. One and a half it is. Because a lot of the a lot of the kills are aftermath. You got strangling. You got all that. But, I mean, it's not. They're video game-like. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It reminds me of, like, that kind of hardcore Henry kind of movie, too. Or what was that? Whatever. Harry Henry. I don't know yeah, what the fuck that was. Yeah, hardcore Henry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just style of kills where it's, like, quick. Um, but, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's not to discredit that. But there isn't a whole lot of uh, gore or maybe creativity. Sure. Yeah. So that's three out of ten so far here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get in the final three-point category here in the Sloppy Horror Con- Comedy Podcast rating, and this is laughs. Now, this is interesting here. This is interesting. Um, I mean, I was laughing the whole time. I'm feeling like this is going to fall at a one and a half, too. Like, it, it's, it's funny, but I wouldn't say it's, like, the funniest movie you've ever seen, but... At the same time, it had me laughing the whole time, dude. It's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, um, you know, punch to the gut. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But they're all, they give you a lot of chuckles. There's a lot of chuckles in here, for sure. Especially, and it's witty. Yes. It's very witty, cartoon-like. Mm-hmm. So one and a half there. So that is four and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final one-point category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is rewatchability. I'm going to have to give it a yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's uh, I will definitely throw this fucker back on, and it's an easy watch. It's not long. It's an hour and a half. This is definitely one of those, like, sometimes you're in the mood to, like, really find, like, a, what's a movie people are talking about? Or, like, you want to get into a Game of Thrones A's. You know, you want to get into that kind of thing where you're like, I want something to get into and invest into, or, like, a, I'm... I'm actually going to watch the Matrix movies if you've never seen it. You know what I mean? Like or the Lord of the Rings. But then sometimes you just want some mindless movies that are just kind of one-night stands. You know, they don't require a lot of your attention. And that's fucking awesome. And if you're looking for one of these, this is perfect. And I will definitely one-night stand this movie again, you know, when I'm feeling lonely. I'll text it and I'll say, what are you doing? <laughs> Send me them titties. <laughs> and it will. Absolutely. Yeah, this is very rewatchable. It's very easy. It hits all the... Hits all the things there. It's a funny movie. Not an intense story. Don't have to pay attention to it much, but it's it's good. It's only an hour and a half. It, 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 it hits all the boxes for a rewatchable movie. Yep. So that is a total of five and a half out of ten for How to Be a Serial Killer. Here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast, right back up in your ass. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid score for a sloppy horror comedy podcast rating. <laughs> I think so. I I like that you're picking things. <clears throat> and if you have more movies like that, where you think, like, I don't know if you've seen these, you better throw those curveballs out there, because I enjoy that. I really do. Um, because I'm always going to have a bazillion movies that I can pick. Like, And there's always, like, I'm going to... You know how I am, dude. I get stoned and watch scary movies. And then, like, I'll be like, oh, I forgot. Why haven't we covered this one yet? And I'll throw it at you as if it's, like, a movie. Like, I don't know why we haven't even covered this yet. But then I like when you throw total polar opposites because it keeps the show even keeled. But 
I don't like being a fucking know-it-all, dude. Like, I don't want to, like, think I've seen everything. And, like, when my own friend who's not, like, some fucking... You're not... You don't call yourself a horror movie nerd. If you're throwing shit at me I haven't seen, well, maybe I should humble myself, you know? Maybe I should humble myself. Look at myself in the mirror. Hey, mustache man, you need to watch more movies. <laughs> oh, man. And that's what I tell myself. The mustaches are here to stay until the beer goes back in, that's for sure. So, anybody wants a mustache ride... Yep. You let me know. Yep. You let me know. You get at Young Ozark. Hey, I figured out how to do that TikTok battle, by the way. What's that? Like, uh, I figured out how to do the thing right. Because we... Oh, we got... have to battle our mustaches then. We have to battle Bro, our mustaches. We rich. have to battle to our mustache. That's what's going down. Dude, that's a brilliant Must, idea. Thank you. You know what I mean? This is why you come to me. This hey. is why you come to me. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And, and, and it would be hilarious because all we have to be is say... You got to be careful because if we talk too much shit, because if we get too wordy, they'll kick us off. We can't be like, you know, fuck him. He's a fag. You, yeah, know, you can't I, say, you can't I say know that. that. Like, I know. But it's so funny because we're friends and it's easy to be like, you know, his mustache touches dicks. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it would be funnier to do that. But all we have to be like is his mustache is stupid. My mustache is the coolest. Dude, the battle of the stash is hilarious. I wonder but, who would win the battle of the stash. Well, it would go back and forth. And I know, but it, yeah, somebody's going to win. So we'll do that anyways. But I know how to do that. So now we're able to do that. That's going to be some more fun entertainment Good. Um, for your bitch asses. Okay, now, Mark, here's what we got to do. Uh, we we got to set down uh, time over the next couple of days and just crank out a Patreon episode or two for these people. Yeah, we need to do that. We've been slacking on that. I apologize. Life yeah. gets in the way. Okay. Yeah, no, seriously. Same, it's my apology because life does get in the way. Uh, He's we, got a lot more life responsibilities than I do, but we're, I promise you we're making it work, okay? So yes. that's, that's not going away, so I apologize for all you fine people that have been Patreon members for a while and haven't got anything new. I promise we'll get that to you. And if you're not a Patreon member, what are you doing? You got a lot of stuff to catch up on. There's like 40 episodes on there. Yeah, go check it out. There's a lot of stuff there. And seriously, if you're watching this... Be sure to, I don't care if you're watching or not, take 10 seconds out of your screen time and go follow us on YouTube. It means the world to us. It's completely for free. Really helps the show out in a free way. Uh, you know, yeah, we could sit here and sell you our merchandise and our Patreon, and we would absolutely be wholehearted in love if you did that. Uh, but, you know, we know times are tough, and sometimes you want to support the show for free. S share the show. You got, a, you got some kind of social media. Share the show. Share the episodes. Make sure you follow on everything. And, guys, those ratings on Apple, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, those mean the world, man. They really do. So I know how many people listen, and I know how many reviews we have. Like, I know how many average listeners we have, and it's not even half the amount of reviews we have, okay? So I, I want you guys to, That's to help us out. That's yeah. a problem. And a lot of you guys are audio, and I do appreciate you guys so much, but it's not that hard. Quit like, fucking around and uh, type some shit anyways. You don't even have to type anything. Like, I, I, if you just hit five stars... That's it. I know. Just and hit don't submit. Give, just don't give us four stars. I hate that. Don't give us four stars. That's bullshit. You give us whatever is your heart says, but it better and not that be better four. be a five. It better not be four. I'll tell mm -hmm. you what. Anyways, we are coming up on the final episode next week of the rehab season. This is a great season. I always love the rehab season. Do you have anything planned for the season finale? If so, what yeah. is the hint of the next episode because we i like to do this this is a movie that we were gonna do last season and then it got fucked up somehow i forget how or why 
uh, because we were just moving things around because it's Halloween time. This movie is about an animal. This movie. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. I know what it is, but they don't know, so continue. This movie's about an animal. All right? Animal. This movie was also a book before it was an animal. Uh, it was from a pretty legendary horror writer, and it was uh, pretty early on in his career. And the book is a little bit more crazier than the ending of the movie. But the movie's pretty good because it also stars another horror legend or a horror mom. She's in, you know, a lot of stuff. You know, E.T., I like The Howling. I like me some horror moms, though. Yeah, I do, too. I do, yeah. too. So I think you guys can pick up what we're laying. Like, literally, what do you call a scary-looking dog? Everybody knows that now. Everybody knows that name, yeah. I want to name my dog that, honestly. When That's I get a good a dog, name. It's a great name. Yeah. I, 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 the fucked up part is, like, if somebody named it that as a warning, I would miss that warning. Like, no, don't, don't go after him. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I think that's going to be a great movie to cover because even though it is horror, it's going to be, you know, jumping us back in towards a, another season. But it's it's one of those flicks uh, that, like, it's an anxiety-inducing movie. Still, after all these years later, where you're like, because it's a mom and a son and it's stuck in a situation. And as a man, you're looking at it one way, but you feel really vulnerable for this, this situation because you're like, what the hell do you even do, man? So it's a great movie. Uh, without big crazy punches the whole time. It's just a terrifying situation to get caught in. Like like Frozen, like the movie Frozen where you're like, this is scary because of the kind of realism of like, what do you do? Well, that's what? good. <laughs> that's good. I'm looking forward to talking about that one. Should be a final good time. So, um, yeah. Well, yeah. you guys, uh, stay off the hard drugs, all right? Stay off the hard drugs. Look, get your mental straight. All right, shit's important. You guys don't feel good. Talk to your friends. All right, if you if you you know don't feel good, maybe smoke a joint, masturbate. I don't know. Have fun time. Watch this movie. All right, but keep your head in the game, and you got to be here for next week, cause folks, it is about to start warming up. I don't know about y'all, but this daylight savings time, my body never gets used to it. I never get used to it. I, I mean, I could deal with the cold. I'm I'm not gonna bitch all the time, but. I'm I'm done with it, bro. I'm ready for some shorts and some warm weather, some outside drinking beers weather, some watching some sports outside. I, I want to go to a fucking baseball game, dude. And I'm not even a baseball nut. I want to just be outside in the warmth. I want some fishing poles in the water. And we're close, guys. We're close. So hang on. Hang on. You're about to get that sun in your skin. You're not depressed. There's nothing wrong with you. Get a little good of vitamin D. In your system. Yeah. Don't ever, don't ever, if you, if you think you're depressed in January or February, you're not. It's January and February. Yeah. Every, everybody, <laughs> everybody's depressed. Just fucking deal with it. Until then, we'll see you next time. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>